0: Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians,
1: talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this
0: episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers.
2: Wild, like a, like a an Eiffel Tower situation, we would be complete.
1: <laughs> She'd be dead. That'd be a, it, would, it would have been. It would have been a bad scene.
2: Well, maybe because of such a delay that she could focus for a second on the front. It's possible. And then focus for a second on the back. And then focus. You know, like and so on and so forth, as my coworkers like to say. And so on and so forth.
1: Oh, I thought your coworkers like to talk about uh, doing uh, the de- wobbly <laughs> H.
2: EH. <laughs> One thousand percent guarantee none of my co-workers have done the wobbly H or had a threesome or um, maybe they've never even had sex in like the last year. Jesus. The place you work is freaking wild. I have, I have a big plan to leave my job. Interesting you should say that because I sort of did today. Oh my god, Andrew. Yes. Tell me all about it. I'm so happy we can we can totally get a rental house together and just create pal, just like the old time. Tell me, tell me, tell me,
1: tell me. I'm still there, but in a diminished capacity.
2: Oh, they,
1: so. Uh, so, so, and we—it's a drag because I want to tell the story in, you know, in full effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, someday, God willing, I will. <laughs> but they—they uh, they did a real hail mary with me, and I, it, it sort of backfired, and I ended up like negotiating a, a much better deal for half the responsibilities
2: oh my god so good
1: yeah so it was an interesting day like i'm i'm gonna sleep really well for the first time
2: in months tonight so what's the deal do you still are you still run a store or what or is that too much to talk about
1: that's too much to talk about we'll uh we'll, we'll we'll get it i'll tell you the whole story when we're uh when we're actually you know up there but yeah it's uh Interesting weird day for me. I'm uh I I'm I'm taking Yeah, it's yeah. it's good. <laughs> it's really it's pretty pretty dope.
2: That's so uh, when you can pull out and ejaculate all over the tummy of life. That is really yeah, one of that's the best thing.
1: more or less what happens today. Ah, so, so, yeah. Ah, it's all
2: right. When you can give you make your best Scott Irish face at life. My favorite. <laughs> And they are like, Whoa. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put up a screen cap of uh, the best Scott Irish face, and he like his eyes are bugging out. Like I can't believe this is happening to me. You should,
1: those awful memes where it's like, when your girl at the club, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, like some nonsense. <laughs> but you should just do them all with Scott, Scott Irish, Irish or TT Boy.
2: Oh God, you have filled my head full of a great idea. Thank when you. When you Starbucks
1: cup mislabeled, and then this TT Boy pulling out. <laughs>
2: When you roll up, once the squad roll up to the club, like then <laughs> Scott Irish's face like, Whoa. <laughs> this
0: could
2: be this could be us, but you playing <laughs> like <laughs> Tiffany Storm jamming Scott Irish's face into her puppy. <laughs> <Really? laughs> this could be us, but you playing. Man, yeah, you know is, right. I love being like a year and a half late to meme culture. It's my favorite thing.
1: I you know I was I was telling Gab. I really, I like, I think The Walking Dead is really, really dumb. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I I, like, I don't follow it, so I don't really know what's going on. But The Walking Dead memes, where it's like a bad joke, are, (laughs) uh, that is the definition of going so far around bad, to where it's like, come back around, where you're like, (laughs) all right, well, like, it's impossible not to enjoy this on some level, so there it is.
2: No, I love it. I totally love it.
1: Anyway, um, clicking. Yeah, what's uh, what is the excitement? Do you have another seizure this week? Are you? No, are you on the good I part?
2: haven't. I have uh, peeled back. I've pulled back a lot from the from the drink. Yeah, I'll, th- I'll put it this way: the Sierra Nevada Torpedo I'm drinking right now is the second beer I've had since the seizure.
1: All right, all right. I' Has it been a super boring week as a result.
2: No, it's actually been great. I've been super prolific. I just I'd be I, in 15 minutes. I just cut vocals on the next Bear mattress single oh shit coming and to you soon <clears throat> coming to you soon um it's a song called free yard which is a british slang term for an empty house that's great um and uh i'm also doing a mark and the mambas cover for all you mark and the mambas fans out there
1: i you you really <laughs> just crickets. outdid it there because i don't know what the fuck you're talking about
2: that's <laughs> wild do you know mark Almond from soft Cell? yes he had like a Uh, a a group after Soft Cell when he made like a bunch of money and could do whatever he wanted basically just him and uh, a drum machine and he's playing like bad like playing bass badly and guitar badly and piano badly over a drum machine that's pretty Uh, sick yeah and it actually worked out to make they made some like weird like almost theatric type music I don't know it's weird and uh, he he had one catchy song like one song that was supposed to be a single and that's the song that I'm going to cover or try to cover
1: all right, nice. But, you,
2: but for some reason, and I wish that this happened, like, maybe mm, 10 years ago, but I have, like, a almost preternatural urge to create music and other things. Like, it's so... I don't know what it is. I think it's the... That is, uh,
1: that's you coming of the other side of depression. And that's also w- <laughs> you having forward momentum. Because once you do something and you're like, oh, shit, Dude, that wasn't nearly as hard as I made it out to be, then you do, like, 10 things.
2: Oh, you know, I feel like such a fool because... I made that song. I mean, it's not a very good song. The first couple of songs I did weren't very good. The last couple of songs I did, uh, I surprised myself. Um, And and I have that forward momentum. You're totally right. Mm -hmm. And it's cool. I'm at the other side. I'm I'm over the wall. As Debbie Gibson said, I'm over the wall. Now, here's
1: my next question. Yeah. Did you actually sit down and make a
2: list of goals? I did. Holy I fuck! Did. I can't
1: believe you actually did that. That's amazing. I, I was just it's talking a, shit.
2: I did. It's in a word document on my work computer. That's sick. I have some pretty sick long-term goals that involve leaving the city of Albany.
1: That is sick. <laughs> By the
2: end of 2015. Sorry, oh, everybody. Shit. Sorry, everybody. I've got money. I've got a lot. I've got a big dick, and I got a lot of money. As uh, as as Pete would like to likes to say when he's drunk. I got a big dick, and I got a lot of money. Um. (laughs) That's something that Pete would say if he's drunk, you know?
1: It just occurred to me, I just... We had a thing where uh, episode 92 is supposed to go up this morning, and I left it to uh, Libsyn, our podcast host, to put it up. I edited it last night, I put it up, it sounded great, everything was good, and I set it for release at 10 a.m. today, Mm. and I just didn't ever think to check, and the file vanished it's gone now it's uh it's in the sea so i had to uh, put it back up and i just pulled a name out of my ass because i didn't want to go back and figure out what i <laughs> named it before so it, just, it was just whatever but it occurred to me that i really wanted to name uh episode 92 <laughs> i did the same thing at
2: the same store <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which really, like, it's it makes me really sad that I. I guess I could go back and edit it. But I, I mean, like, uh, if I,
2: when I put it up on the Tumblr and everything, I can just name it that. Yeah, that's whatever works. That's fine. I did the Let's same. It's actually
1: up now. I haven't. Uh, I did the same the thing fuck? at the same it's store.
2: Still not up. Maybe they hate uh, us. We got a uh, thing. some here. kind of some kind of billing issue, perhaps.
1: Uh, could be a billing. I don't think it's a billing issue. I think I. I think my my billings up to date.
2: Billings Montana's up to date.
1: Wow. All right. Well, we got to figure that out. So yeah, ninety two exists. It's out there somewhere.
2: But yeah, I made a list of goals, Andrew, and uh, you know it's um, it's cool to think about that. It's uh, I, it all started with my clothes purge and my possessions purge, and I'm sitting in a room that's getting emptier and emptier. And that was, you know, when you're really I mean you felt it because you left. But you know when you're really done with living somewhere and it just oh, yeah. like you just like I'm really done. I'm super done.
1: <laughs> Full checkout.
2: Way check out. My job is getting increasingly weird, so I think before I become, like, a little bitter bitch-ass and, like, have to be, like, taken aside and talked to, I'm going to, like, be, get really cool, cool with my bosses and then be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave, at like, the end of September. And so... Been real. Yeah, it's been real. You know, I'll get a couple good references from them, and then I'll bounce. And Sick. And I have no idea... Where. That's what I have to figure out next. But, um, you know, I'll figure something out. <laughs> and, you, uh, n- no
1: idea where? Or I, uh, got, a, got a few ideas I, uh, kicking around? A few ideas where.
2: kicking around. Some Should
1: people w- vote? Should people write in and vote? And whoever, sure. whatever city gets the most votes, so you have to move there? Uh, like, you, you have to move to, like, fucking McFreezeboro or some shit <laughs> like that?
2: <laughs> sure. Let's pull the podcast right now. Where should I move? Uh, I am up for options uh, local, near and far, international, and domestic. Uh, I'm not moving to Los Angeles. I don't like Los Angeles very much. Although I never really gave Los Angeles a shot. It's
1: all right. I, you know, it's, it's, it's not okay. Right now. Not without its charm, but it's not. I'm, yeah. uh, Gabri really put it best. We were talking about it once because uh, we were talking about moving there for work and she said I think if we moved to Los Angeles we would just live there for a month and then both die <laughs> which I yeah that sounds about right and it's wow. that's pretty accurate
2: that's pretty extreme Jesus
1: so yeah that's, that's more or less how I feel about Los Angeles it's okay not bad but if I yeah. lived there I would die
2: I mean I have to um, I don't know like do I want to move somewhere and then just do office work again or do I want to you know do something else I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know first things first but I'm not getting any happier where I'm working, no doubt. And uh, I'm trying to really take advantage of this creative spurt, and hopefully it'll last many years. I don't want to ever give it up. I keep giving myself these, these um, like single release dates, you know, like and coming up with new and interesting ideas, and that's sort of like keeping me going in life, you know. <laughs> Deadlines like a, will do that. Well, shit. It's like I, I'm I'm announcing things I haven't even written. And it's like
1: that's sick. That's dope. Yeah,
2: and I'm like, or I haven't even, I haven't even laid down or anything. So I'm like, shit. And if I don't put this out, like I'm gonna just, I'm gonna feel like an asshole.
1: So that's that shit. You know, know, people write in a lot. People write into self defense, and they write in here a lot about Mm. being creative and like being blocked up and whatnot. Like when you get in these these streaks, you got to nurture it. You got to keep going because like if you do the streak and you do it for like. I think it takes, I said it to you uh, on text a few days ago, it takes on average 66 days to form a new habit. Yeah. So if you don't keep a streak going for 66 days, and some people takes like 89. It's, you know, it's it's not like a hard and fast rule. So if you don't keep feeding this thing and doing it every day, even Sundays, even, you know, whatever, like no excuses, then you just, yeah. you just run out of gas and you end up in that block situation again. I was that blocked you, for years with shit, like years. Yeah. I, I was blocked since police line on shit.
2: Yeah, likewise. Since I left the band completely blocked. Like oh, you couldn't, couldn't write a uncorked. damn thing. I couldn't write a damn thing, didn't, didn't even touch my guitar for years. Total <laughs> just piece of piece of shit like sitting laying in bed on the internet for years.
1: You, you get to the point where you're like, oh, I'm not really interested in playing guitar anymore. Like what you, You're not interested in doing something you know how to do? Like that That's like saying I'm not interested yeah. in cooking anymore. It's just like it's fucking weird. <laughs> like, of course you are. You're just like yeah. not doing
2: it. And I just picked. I just did it. I got on the other side of, like you said, I got on the other side of weird depression, finally. A lot of things were dragging me down, and I just kind of struck them out, and they're done. And now it's like, wow, it's like the whole... Everything's paved in front of me because now I can conceptualize. Hey, I have money in the bank. Hey, I can do things. Hey, I can go places. I can write music that maybe hopefully some people like. And here I am. And it's cool. And, and I no longer have that blanket of Albany negativity on me saying, ah, fuck it, I'll do it tomorrow. I oh, I really wanted to go to the bar tonight, so I can't do it. Now I'm just like 100% go.
1: <laughs> like- well, this is going to be the fun thing, though, because... If you're anything like me, and I think you are, um, you'll hit that point where, yeah, you'll have, like, two and a half weeks, three weeks of, like, nonstop being, like, productive and, like, up on it. And then something comes out of left field and, like, nails you. And then it's like a slog. You got to, even though you feel like straight shit. And, yeah, all you do want to do is, like, go and, like, drink at the Palais and be like, I want to just drink Jaeger and fall down (laughs) in the snow. Like, you have to force yourself to be like, all right, well, I'm still going to get up and run this mile that I hate and my shoes hurt and this is a fucking nightmare. But I'm just going to do it.
2: It's, um, I'm not going to, I still haven't started running. I don't think I ever will. Got to put in that road work
1: just start by walking just start Start by waking up an hour early and just walking for an hour like it, which sounds like some weird old state worker thing but it's not about like the right it's just about like being up and moving it's like really all it is
2: I bought new sheets for my bed
1: that's pretty sick alright you getting there <laughs> a target for 28 I actually I always when people ask this is turning into a personal development uh, episode yeah, like that kid wanted last week when people ask about uh, improving their sleep, I always say buy the most expensive sheets you can. Like, buy, like, ridiculously expensive sheets. I've got a set of, uh, like, Irish linen sheets kicking around mm-hmm. here somewhere that cost me, like, much more than I'd care to mention on the podcast. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, <laughs> 600 a, bucks. An amount that's just, like, I, it seems like I'm unwell when I say it. But, 600 uh, bucks. I'm not, I, I refuse to indulge you.
2: But God damn it, you it always works. indulge me.
1: I will not indulge on this. this is all right, a... all right, all right. I don't right. want to come off like I'm bragging about how expensive. My oh are, yeah, you know? humble
2: brag. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I do that sometimes. I'm like, I yeah, you know, I bought my car in cash. You know, I just, I, I, I feel I tell I hear myself saying that, and then I'm like, oh, god, the person I'm talking to probably has like two bucks. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I got a new car. Pay for that shit in cash. You know, just walked right up. I
1: don't want to tell you how much these cost, but $600. Like, six hundred oh, dollars. <laughs> six, fuck.
2: <laughs> I don't want. To, I want to tell you how much it costs. All right, I'll tell you six hundred. I'll just, I'll just, I'll whisper it to you. Six hundred. Like you don't have to. It costs six hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, if your sheets cost that much, right? They don't. Okay. I mean, let's say they. Let's say you got a pair of sheets. Let's that say cost they do that though. much.
1: Let's pretend yeah. I have $600 sheets. I like to live in that world.
2: You know that, that thing you do and you sit on the edge of your bed and you're, like, naked? It's sort of doing it right
1: now. Oh, my God, really? No, not really. Not. Oh, my God. I am next to my bed.
2: I have a sneaking suspicion that the only way you can reach climax is to do a podcast with me first.
1: Yeah, and then lay on my $600 sheets. <laughs> and <laughs> like so- roll around and in soil them.
2: soil them like a, like a <laughs> geyser, a fucking fountain of cum. Oh god, six hundred now, yeah, now. They're only worth three hundred. Thank God they're white.
1: I've got to bring them the thousand dollar laundromat to clean them.
2: I have to. <laughs> the thou, we should open up a thousand dollar laundromat in Little, little,
1: little. I, I swear to fucking God, if I opened a thousand dollar laundromat here, some idiot would come there.
2: No, some like somebody would totally come and, and swipe their Charles Schwab card with their father's name on it, and definitely do. It. Oh, <laughs> I just did it for the. I did it for the Graham.
1: I did a thing today. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing this. I uh, I started to kick around ideas of how I could uh, throw together money on the side because for a minute it looked like I was just like not gonna have a job for a while. Like, when we started mm. to get into like headbutting, I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta find, so like, I gotta find a spot. I hate, I nothing, to kick around. There's
2: nothing worse than looking for a job.
1: Yeah, I I, I find Ugh. it obnoxious, and I also like it's really fucking important to have multiple sources of income. Yeah. Like, super important. Everyone listening, like, super important. There's uh, there's a part in Anti-Fragile where uh, Nassim Taleb talks about th- things like this, and he comes up with the best analogy. When you have a job, just a 9-to-5 paycheck job, you are a turkey that is being well-fed every single day for 365 days, and life's sick, until the 365th day is Thanksgiving, and then shit's, like, not sick, <laughs> and then your head is gone. Like, it's just, yes. like, that's just how it is. It's, totally the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So when you have, yeah, like, three, four sources of income, they might only pull in a few hundred bucks each, maybe. You know, maybe even less than that. But it, the, the point of doing it is doing it. So I started to kick around ideas of how I could uh, throw together money in the side. And one of the ideas I had was uh, there's... I do a lot of meditating and there's a uh right now like meditation is really having its moment in the sun in like finance and like really like high power business like guys like ray dalio like dudes who like command like billions of dollars by like tweeting something uh are really into it like crediting it with you know i I couldn't have made this billion dollars without meditation all this shit so i had this idea i put on craigslist that i was going to uh like do one-on-one meditation coaching sessions straight lunacy like wow. straight straight lunatic <laughs> behavior but okay. i'm like i bet there is some dude out there who will who'll do this so i made um, the uh, ad
2: okay
1: um nobody i mean nobody responded it's been up for like five Damn hours it. but every single day i'm going to go back and place another ad and i'm going to add another like 15 dollars onto the price Until it gets so expensive (laughs) that somebody is lunatic and it's like, well, if this person's, if this is $250 an hour, clearly this has to work. Like, I'm going to actually find the point where it passes the threshold from value to lunacy. Yes. And that will be where I set up camp.
2: From value to lunacy.
1: Yeah. I doubt any, I doubt I will ever enter anybody's house and do a meditation consultation. I just want to know at what point do the lunatics come out of the woodwork and say, "I will pay for this." I'm going so, to sign yeah.
2: that ad, and I'm going to write, "Hey, seven inch cock here." <laughs> uh yeah. Well, I'm in a meditation, but also um, mutual jerking off to porn, to straight so, porn.
1: When you say meditation,
2: mm, you mean jerk like each other off, real to... pregnant pause. <laughs> you mean. Mm, cream
1: pie. So, so, yeah, like really like, hey, so, yeah.
2: So, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's,
1: that's going to be my thing is finding <laughs> the spot where value ends and like straight psychotic behavior begins.
2: I love it. I love it. You're becoming more like me every day
1: and that's I wish great. you well. And we're both but, becoming more like James Kehoe every day, which is scary as shit. James Kehoe, today. fucking powerful businessman, James Kehoe. Saw him I saw today. him for, what we see, him for like five minutes at the fuse box, and he was gone. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that dude in like a year and a half. I only talked to him for like a minute, and he was out.
2: I saw him walking with some sort of hippie uh, girl situation. That's my man. And he's got a full head of gray hair now.
1: Yep. You know, James Kehoe, I thought about this, interestingly enough. James Kehoe, in many ways, put me super deep in debt. I probably shouldn't have said that, and now i got to erase that. But... Oh. He yeah. Should. Yeah, like well, that dude that dude was in his own special way uh responsible for me losing like thousands of
2: dollars. Jesus Christ.
1: So, yeah, that's interesting. Hey, I hope he's listening. Hey James.
2: Hey James, good for you, man. Good for I'm re- you. I'm you totally you fucking
1: you tank you fucking deep sixed my credit for about like fucking 8 years, guy. Thanks. Yeah,
2: way to fuck uh way to fuck up Andrew's life. That's good. <laughs> but you know, a guy like that though, he takes no prisoners. No, nah, he's have a hustler. The poppy has made its way to Albany. No shit, it's back, huh? Ah, people are mainlining, and they are they're they're doing blasts.
1: That's sick. Have we gotten to the point? I love it. The store I used to work at has these gigantic windows. You know, like twelve foot tall, full glass uh, front uh, facing. Uh, the, the Manhattan Street <laughs> and there like every day some guy would like do like the shuffle down the street do like that fucking nod shuffle yep. and stop in the middle of these windows and then just uh, still on his feet bend all the way over like he was doing like uh, I don't know what that pose is in yoga where you like touch your toes and like maintain you know your your leg standing up it's the downward uh, facing dog yeah d- yeah he would just stand there and do like this fucking like heroin out downward <laughs> yeah. facing dog right in front of the windows and i don't know where my responsibility as like a business owner and a human you know yeah. <laughs> like, end and where i should be like i right, should i should i call no. someone i i don't know i i, mm, I think so it's have just- we gotten there yet
2: Yes, we. There's um, a guy so who sick. wears like skater clothes, but you th- you know he's been sleeping in them for a long time. That's it's so like, good. It looks like it's like a guy who's been in a coma and he wakes up, but instead he's been in, like the same clothes for weeks because he's alternately very, very high and then very sick.
1: Oh, Albany! You wanted the '90s <laughs> back, and here they are. Here Congratulations!
2: They are. I want, you know, and um, where I live, the the street I live on is people are screaming for some sort of renaissance. They're like, ah. oh, it's, it's, it's uh, buildings are restaurants are closing, and, and because there's a there's a city called Troy that is uh, young and hip and cool, and everybody wants to go there.
1: All right, let's be honest. There's a block of <laughs> yeah. a city called Troy. Yeah,
2: yeah. But now it's, you know, when you, um, you know, when the mud, uh, when the water gets clear, you can see all the way to the bottom. And here we are now, like we're seeing the junkies. There's a dude who rides his bike. That's the skate, the the former, the sad former skater. And he was riding his bike and he was like nodding off, but he's also so fucking homeless that he has pieces of cardboard on his pedals that he keeps trying, he keeps like putting on and then he he takes like a, a, like... Like he bikes like five feet and both pieces of cardboard fall off, and then he stops. But he's so fucked up that he just like falls sideways. And, and like he did this when I was sitting on the stoop last week. He did this like it was like a Three Stooges routine. He did the, like he, he couldn't get it to fucking get it together to ride his bike. It was really sad. Really, um, it's here. All right, that's exciting. It's here. It's here. All the the poppy has has cast a cast a net. And you can tell, you know, you can tell, like, there's, like I said, it's like the GTA thing where there's a bunch of people hanging out who probably shouldn't, probably never hang out together. And they're all, like, walking in a little pack with purpose down Lark Street, and then they walk back the the other way, you know. Like are we
1: at the point where I can walk through Washington Park and there are people just straight up like yes. nodding at par- Holy fuck, that's uh, really quick! I can't wait parked- to come up next week. I'm I really excited pr- yeah. now.
2: Well, we're we're gonna do a little drive around. I did the. Uh, I parked in the park and I walked and I saw just a, a set of feet sticking out underneath some shrubs. This is good. It's just some dude, not even like trying to sleep, just passed out. <laughs> like, and there's somebody that I've seen be doing like the. Like the heroin, like the heroin Bob before, you know. It's it's a uh, it's the Wild West. It's a brave new world here.
1: I and mean, only wow, it was, only, it was also really only good. a matter of time. Oh yeah, no, guaranteed. It was like fucking ticking clock.
2: Oh, and then like some bad shit's gonna go around, and someone we know oh, yeah. is gonna Definitely. like you know pay the ultimate price. And eh, somebody it...
1: you know. I think I'm at. I think I'm far enough removed <laughs> from that shit. I think I'm all right now. No, yeah.
2: I'm I'm on I'm I'm on the uh, I'm like on the wear all black. Uh, tip right now. Just leave me alone, man. I'm just a tortured <laughs> artist. Yeah. I'm on that we're all black tip.
0: Jesus well no, I mean Christ. I don't
2: really I mean well I know I Justin Kiss is my best friend here and everybody else is like hey, you know, I can take your leave, but um yeah, so that's that's the update. That's the Albany update. You'll you'll see it when you're up here. I'm I'm, I'm happy really come. excited. I'm we didn't, didn't spend much coming. time
1: in Albany last time. Actually, the only time uh. we really entered the city limits was when we uh, went down the Fourth of July. So this time we'll have to. <laughs> this all right, time. we'll we'll go to bombers. We'll hang out. We'll talk about how nineties everything is, and then I'll go do a fucking like a speedball in the fucking bathroom of yes. Cafe Dolce or some shit or whatever. Whatever oh, or, you <laughs> Cafe
2: Dolce. <laughs> Yes, Cafe Dolce. That's a uh, Cafe Lark now. Hello, is that really uh, a cafe still? Oh, I
1: thought yeah. it was like a pizza place or some shit. Now, wow. Okay, no, it's right. a
2: little bit of everything because you know the the uh, the new new money, the nouveau riche, require pizza with their coffee now. Apparently. apparently, neat or something. So we'll we'll go out. We'll you know we'll do the town. I think.
1: All right, perfect. I'm excited yeah, for this.
2: We'll Do the town. We'll go to the Lionheart. We'll go nope. to Susie's. Nope. We'll go to Bombers and we drink a big margarita. Is somebody? Is it
1: somebody's birthday? Can we get that free marg?
2: Oh, can we get a free marg, which is that's 90% my birthday. It's my birthday. Can I get uh, like? Can I get like a, a pint of fucking <laughs> like a liter of a sour mix and uh, two <laughs> shots of tequila in a big glass, please? Thanks, be great.
1: appreciate it.
2: Oh, can we take a selfie with everybody drinking from the margarita from a straw? Oh my God! See, that's this for the for the people in California right now, and the people who've never been to Albany. That's you, you're picturing whatever you're picturing in your head. Yeah, that's, that's roughly. Exactly that's what it, roughly.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: But uh, the it's like a bunch city, of
1: farmers hanging around a fucking giant margarita.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the city will be a little bit better um, because Andrew and Gabriel will be here, and that's exciting. Um, speaking of Hicks, did you hear about uh, the band Show Cold?
1: <laughs> I was wondering if we can make it through this episode without <laughs> discussing that. Yeah, I did uh, I did catch that.
2: Yeah, they went like full heck and uh, said all lives matter, not just black ones.
1: All right, but well, here's the deal. He didn't say that. Like we got to be honest about I it. He listened did not to the, say I that.
2: Listened to the tape.
1: He said the words all lives matter, not black ones.
2: He said it's not even a racial thing, which it is. So it's not he was minimizing the impact of uh a cop on black violence, which Yeah, that is it, wrong. that's
1: correct. But like, I don't think that dude's intentions were to make well, it yeah. a racial thing. He he wanted to make a point that it had no business being made. It's like, like all lives matter by virtue of the fact that we live on Earth and we live in a society. Yeah, like right. we we understand that doesn't need to be stated.
2: It's funny you know, at all. Yeah, and it's funny that like, but for a dude like that, and like they were the biggest talkers back then. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. called chokehold. They were like. They do like fifteen minutes of music and fifteen minutes of like real bullshit, like speeches about like everything from abortion to fucking oil. Oh, oh God, you know, like the the most die hard were like, "Can we hear a fucking song?" Like, yeah, you guys are You guys are the worst band. They were back then. They were the worst band.
1: Awful, live. still the worst band. And th- this is like,
2: yeah. So like, okay, so he he came with some hick shit, but the real thing is he jump off the stage and fucking punch somebody <laughs> for no reason <laughs> so like basically undoing like 20 years of goodwill and political correctness with Not one really, punch. it's
1: 20 years of posturing like you fucking right. care. Years like, of posing, you know what are you, and kidding and you're me? kind
2: of i mean like but it's it's funny it's like i see your true colors like you're a hick from hamilton ontario okay i see i see you you know like uh, whatever you're doing what whatever fucking like wherever you tended bar for the past (laughs) like 20 years or whatever fucking whatever fucking tattoo shop you worked the counter at for the last 20 years or whatever or whatever t-shirt fucking shop you worked in for the last 20 years everybody saw you know your true shit and then they're like oh reunion fever we're gonna do a bunch of fests we're each gonna make like 1200 bucks it's gonna be fucking great and and then like and then he forgot that he's like you know mr chokehold yeah he's mr fucking i wish chokehold chokehold were like straight edge too right yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're like straight A's, and they're like a oh, pro pro choice, you know, blah blah blah. But then, you know, he came with that cuz he's like fucking in his 40s now. He came with that Republican shit. He came See, with that I, dad, He came I, with that I, dad shit.
1: Yeah, you're you're assigning like uh a malice to it. I think that dude had the best intentions on earth saying yeah, that shit. But, but like no one needs good intentions. Like that's no. That's like him going on stage being like, I wish everyone was happy. <laughs> oh, right, well, it's cool that you wish that. I just paid $15 to fucking see this band play out of tune. This sucks that he's talking about I people know. being happy. But, like, it's... All this illustrates to me is what a like a fucking slow newsweek it was because
2: it's just like <laughs> all know. of
1: the elements of this that people are arguing about, none of them transpired in any meaningful way. There it was just like he did
2: punch somebody though. He
1: did punch somebody, which is fine. But people get punched at hardcore shows every day. It's like it's but not a new thing, thing.
2: But this he happened made his to bet.
1: punch somebody over something that was regrettable, and he happened to punch somebody who like people could flag bear easy. You know, it's just like it's. Right. At the bottom line, nobody who's arguing about this gives a fuck because chokehold's a terrible band. So, like, that's
2: <laughs> that's like, the main the main issue. Yeah, that's, that's what exactly I find. It. Like,
1: that's what I take the most umbrage with is that this it, like we're like we're arguing about like fucking Walmart brand Oreos. Like this shit yeah. sucks, and, and no, you can't always... pretend that you like <laughs> yeah. it enough that I believe that you feel a way about this. It's just impossible. Even when I
2: even when I went nuts for that music, the totally short time. Bad like, they were really... They played in Troy, I remember. And they were so bad. So bad. Fucking awful.
1: Recordings just as bad as the live... Like, fucking terrible band. I don't, like... D- purely through persistence did they manage to have people listen to them. I don't understand how Actually, the fuck Chokehold,
2: uh, I remember a couple of times when you were worrying about the qu- sound quality of those podcasts. I said, we're catering oh. to people <laughs> who listen to Chokehold on purpose. Don't worry about it. And you were like, oh, okay.
1: What's the record where... The snare drum is that just super loud ding. metallic ping through the uh, entire thing. I'm going to find that in, in the podcast with that. Ding, ding,
2: ding, ding, no, ding, ding, ding. You have a fucking heavy like, record, bro. He's like, anti-sex is anti-human. Uh, oh, and the uh, Subhumans cover. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Let's just oh, go back Lord, to seeing Oh, them. Lord. Uh, I remember, remember when you drive hours to see a show. Uh, yeah, I do. I remember going I to I actually stores. had to drive to
1: Montreal with three people who played that record like five fucking times on repeat the entire way. That you just fucking oh brought my God. me there. Recently? Anyway, sorry. No Yeah, mm. recently. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, know somebody who's man. listened to Chokehold in the past fifteen years. No, this is like two thousand four. Oh, uh, anyway, hell. sorry.
2: I remember driving to Stores, Connecticut Ugh. to a skate park where they were playing. They were playing in like the half pipe in the middle of a half pipe and everybody was oh. sitting on the other side. Very nineties situation. Yeah. A lot of big clothes, a lot of a lot of like uh, LeBray piercings, a lot of Kirsten cars Bees. in the parking lot with like a th- thousand stickers on the back. That was like a big thing. Like you had to have a sticker car back then. I don't oh, know yeah. if anybody. Yeah, I had a sticker car. I had a, I, drove, you know, I had a Dodge Neon with um, straight edge. If you're not now, you never wore a sticker. Very never embarrassing. wore. Very embarrassing. I never was. I mean, as I drink as I drink a beer right now, um, and they played and they were. So that that fucking snare was like bang,
1: bang ding, ding, ding ding bang ding ding, ding,
2: ding, ding. Oh. It, it sounded like a hammer on the on anvil, and it was and then they were playing underpowered like off brand amps
1: oh yeah, oh my God, crate blue voodoo yeah, all around, like, you know
2: like obviously borrowed gear because they came from Canada, you know, and someone like fucking really screwed them over like like a crate blue voodoo like stack. Um, you know, if you're going to sound really beefy on your recording, which you don't which you don't, but they, they really went for that though. You should try, you know, and then like, I remember one guy had like a very pathetic stack and then the other guy had like a Digitech pedal board. Remember those? (laughs) And, and uh, people, people went nuts. They're like, Oh my God. (laughs) I don't remember the circumstances under which I went. I think it might've been some girl involvement. Me being young and impressionable. That's how it goes. Oh, you can... You know, oh, my God. Choke Holt's playing so close. So close, right? So close. you get, It's a different time zone. No, well, that was when I lived in Glens Falls. When I had to drive to Glens Falls. Or drive from Glens Falls to Albany, then pick her up. I'm remembering now. Then drive to Stores, Connecticut. And then drive back from Stores, Connecticut. And stupid me, who doesn't know anything about women, wasn't like, Oh, God, I'm tired. Can I like, stay <laughs> with you? You know? <laughs> I was like, oh a cool show, hug. Cool, then safe drive, home. Then drive back to Glen's Falls. <laughs> any man, any man in his right mind would have been like, Oh, I'm real tired. Do mind if I just crash with you? It's like one AM and then you fucking try and hit it. You try do you do that dude shit. You get all handsy and you get together, blah blah blah.
1: You know what though? You'd have like a weird straight edge baby right now. Like everything happens I, for a oh, reason. Oh
2: shit. You know, I that that bullet dodge, man. Bing.
1: You'd have like, a fucking, like uh, a fucking triple X onesie floating around your house. It's oh, like, Jesus. oh, no, no, no.
2: The couple that would get, okay, I'd be the couple that get married. Let's play a little scenario here. Ah, perfect. Self-scenario. So I'd get, we'd hit it. And I'm a young and I'm a young and, and uh, impressionable. I'll just say that as the a, as a overarching term for stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about right.
2: <laughs> I'm young and impressionable, so I don't use a condom and it, it feels so good it feels like melted butter when i'm inside her and i can't pull out i got my the, the devil appears on my shoulder and says don't pull out she'll never forgive you <laughs> and i'm like jesus where's the angel to even God this out? the
1: devil's playing this terrible snare drum Why is <laughs> happening ding, it's fucking awful ding.
2: and then the angel shows up with a a bandana on his head.
1: Crate blue voodoo angel.
2: Crate blue voodoo angel. The <laughs> crate blue voodoo angel shows up. And he's like, I don't know, dude. It's fucking some pretty choice puss. You're probably going to want to stay in there for the rest of your life. And I was like, well, the devil... I mean, if this <laughs> vagina is making the devil and an angel agree, then I have to do what's right. So I I rock it. You rock it. That's it. And then I... And I, uh, CIV, come vagina, and, uh, then I get that phone call, um, because I, you know, this is back before, I, I page, she pages me. This is 1997, so she pages me.
1: That's what I was about to say, you know what's (laughs) fucked up in this scenario? Let's say this was a real thing, your weird straight-edge baby would be in college right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Trip Uh, the fuck out. No, 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 1997, 2007. 10. 2017 20 Yo, You'd so, be sending
1: your straight edge baby off to college Like now, right now You'd be like same, oh, are you, you have your Macbook Alright make sure you bring MacBook. the
2: charger You have your Acer Acer Aspire <laughs> I got off Craigslist <laughs> for you Your Acer you like
1: 2009 fucking netbook That I've been slowly <laughs> keeping alive
2: <laughs> <laughs> And it's got a lot of my tunes on it You'll love it Got a lot oh. of chill got a lot of chill cold on it. So she co- she pages me. Beep 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 says her phone number the last four digits of her phone number 9-1-1. nine one one. Nine one one. Is that what you that's what you would do? So I call I'm like, Oh, she must want it again. Here we go. You know, I'm like I'm out, I'm hanging out in Saratoga with my boys, you because know, that's what I used to do back then. And I call her on a pay phone. This is all very this is a period piece. This is all very call her on a payphone. I'm like yo what's up and she's like we have to talk remember when we had sex and the devil appeared and also an angel vaguely yes you know I was like yeah vaguely because I smash mad hardcore girls since then I may I might I think I remember what your face looks like
1: <laughs> like which devil
2: yeah <laughs> which devil um, and then like she's like no not that one I'm like oh is it the one that what, that looks like the integrity skull and she's uh, like if, no it was
1: the one with the face
2: She's like, I'm like, is it the one life crew one? And she's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, is it the um, Crepe Blue Voodoo Angel? And she's like, yes, yes, that's it. I'm like, oh, now I remember. Gotcha, oh, how I are t- you? How are you? Oh, I remember we had a really nice time after Stores, Connecticut, after the chokehold show. And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 well, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, wow, well... Because I'm straight edge and into purity, we should totally have it.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: And she's like, "Cool, let's get married." And I'm like, uh, "Oh, for sure." I'm like F- totally awesome because I need to bring more straight edge people into this world. I'm going to raise my child straight edge, which means my child can't drink or do drugs ever. And uh, and then we buy a house I, no no we have a shitty one bedroom apartment yeah you forever. live in apartments
1: for the next 30 years she
2: works in an office underemployed I don't work at all but I, I go to mad shows still but I've, I've gotten very round and my tattoos are looking weird because I so, got so big um, I start singing for like a hardcore like a hardcore band something you, like you think
1: you're going to kind of make it
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like the name of the hardcore band has the word fool in there somewhere. (laughs) Uh, But it's, you know, I'm talking about how, you know... um,
1: Bumpus' dogs, right on schedule.
2: Yeah, dogs, always outside, always screaming. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty much, that's my long-winded trajectory. Yeah, that's about right. So I'm very glad that I didn't. Try to weasel. I know all you guys out there. You try to do this. Some of you girls too. You weasel. You wedge your way into their life for that one night.
1: Got to have empathy it, for your future. You got to pull out.
2: Got to pull out way before. And <laughs> way piss, before, yeah. <laughs> way before, and piss before you have sex because you're clean it all out. You're gonna need the clean playing field. We actually st-
1: we got we got a lesson in that on tour there was a uh, what Shut a up. member who will remain nameless oh, who boy. had a pregnancy scare while on tour and <laughs> uh he I if I re- recall what, what, had what, to uh, have a conversation with his mother and his mother was just like well if you had masturbated earlier in the day you would have had to have urinated otherwise it was just like oh Jesus. fuck oh my god oh my god ah uh, so, so yeah. what
2: what so uh, just just uh, what instrument did they play they played an instrument, you know, like uh, is this an instrument that you record? I can't
1: believe or... you don't remember this. This was like the talk of the town for like two straight days. Dude was oh, like... you're
2: talking about our time? Yes. Oh, I totally remember it now. <laughs> and that what was. What did you think I was fun. talking about? What do you? Mean? You said you said a, a band member that I mean, there's a lot been a lot of band members. Since
1: oh yeah, no, in our yeah, in I'm sorry, I probably should have clarified that in, in our in era, our era. Yeah, there the was the golden uh, the
2: golden era in
1: the golden like years. It. Yeah, there that yeah. that happened. We got we all got. Man, we we I think we all by proxy know what it's like to be like, oh uh, fuck, I'm probably dude, about to dude have Dude was
2: on, dude was on pins and needles, walking on, <laughs> bro- walking on broken glass.
1: P plus N, yeah, like. <laughs> it was wild. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ, yeah, that's the worst thing that could ever happen. But all's well that ends well. It's true. Uh, I, in other in other news, they uh, on campus the other day they uh, uh, they were doing free HIV tests. Did you bother? Yeah. Oh no I shit! I totally did, and uh, well, I have. Um, <clears throat> you might notice there's a kind of a down tone in my voice. No, I, I I do. Um. Well. You got FIV? No. Uh, they well, what I happened was, I um, did it when the mouth swab. You have to swab your gums, and then you don't even think blood like, anymore. Is that real? No, it's just like a pregnancy test. You just oh, wow. swab your gums and then we wait and I'm sitting there, you know, waiting on my phone. And if you're cool, I noticed there's some other people in the room with me. And if you're cool, they're just like, nope, you're good to go. So they're telling people all around me, you're good to go until I'm the only one left. And oh gosh. they open the door and they're like, Mr. Liebold. And I'm like, well, close enough. Yes. And, uh, well, they bring me into this little room <laughs> and, uh, sit me down and they're going over notes and they ask me a bunch of questions about my sexual history and about w- when's the last time I was with a partner. And...
1: Meanwhile, you're dying. Yeah. I, I, I'm imagining you're laying on the floor during this.
2: And then they tell me, um, well, there's like a lot of questions. And then, um, they tell me that my test came back inconclusive.
1: Inconclusive?
2: Well, it was like, um, like I had to do it again. <laughs> but that only happens if, like, something's present. Yeah. So,. I'm like, okay, thinking, well, I mean, I wanted to leave my job anyway. so Maybe not great, under these circumstances. This but. is a great reason to just, like, do the fake shotgun and be like, bam, I'm fucking <laughs> out of here. You know? <laughs> and then, like, lick the fucking door handle before I leave. You know, like, you, get, if I got it, you got it. you know. What if that's um, how you quit your job <laughs> and you just walked in like, I just found out I have AIDS, and then just walked out? Yeah. Well, so I do it again. I do the test again. Mm-hmm. And it comes back, no. It comes back, no. And then I do it again.
1: Then we can do it a third time?
2: Yeah. And it comes back, no. And they said, oh, it's just an anomaly. Uh, two negative tests is 100. 100% means you don't have it. And I said, Okay.
1: Can we do another uh, one to be on the safe side?
2: Uh, you know, I looked into the abyss, man. That's I think wild I, ass. I got like a dud test. Isn't that weird? That is...
1: Uh, on like a scale I, of 1 to 10, around the time that the second test was coming back, how close were you to actual cardiac arrest?
2: I took a picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what I look like the moment I heard... That I went, I was like, I was like uh, Jenny and kids. Jesus movies. Christ! And they were like trying to crack jokes with me and shit, and I'm just like not having it, and I'm in a super sour mood because you know you might, hey, you know, like Freddie Mercury over here, you might die. So like, um, and uh, but no, I got like a I got like a dud test. Jesus Christ That came back like half and a half <laughs> You have
1: had more fucking like <sighs> Tense fucking STD moments Than anyone I've ever well, ex- Except for like people I know who have like multiple STDs Like you were the only healthy person no. I know who's had this many like Whoa experiences no. with this shit
2: No I, I 100% unequivocally do not Have HIV I However Line up However, You know, everyone line up. You know, it's party time in the city. You can, everybody can line up. Uh, but for that, like, for those 15 minutes or so. And then people, other people are coming in to take the test. I'm just sitting there, like, sweating bullets. And they're like, it's very, very weird and very tactical how they let everyone else go and then kept me. It's very strange. That is really insane. Yeah, it was nuts. And um, so we're cool. We're totally straight. I'm fine.
1: Jesus fucking Christ.
2: Yeah. All right. And uh, I was, but I was like, I felt it's like a million bucks afterward. It was so good. I, wow. I, it was, <laughs> it's like unequivocally did not have it. And um, I wish the first test showed that. That would be great.
1: Yeah, seriously. You'd have got a fucking had a normal afternoon.
2: Yeah, no. I mean, it's it was it lasted my strange feelings lasted a suspiciously short amount of time, which makes me feel like maybe I'm prepared for death either way.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> looked in the void once or twice. Flipped a van I've, or two in your life.
2: Yeah, I've mean, I've looked in the void a few times. I've had a blood infection. I've had a very severe concussion. Um, you know, shit like that. Shit that shortens your life. Uh so I'm like, all right. But I'm going through my mental rolodex, and I'm like. There, I have not. I mean, I've. I have done anything that would expose me to that. Yeah, there's no blood. I have no open wounds. Mm-hmm. No, no, no rough anal. You know.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things. Like they never really talk about how fucking tough it is to get HIV as a straight man. Yeah, it, it's I mean, like and it's, that's and I, I don't mean this in like a hick way you know no, I'm that's, just, a, that's, I'm, not, that's not it, naivety it's just yeah I'm speaking purely medically it's like a 2 in 10,000 chance or something like that yeah
2: I mean if you like uh, say you like shave your balls and then you yeah. nick you nick your balls and then you have sex with somebody okay fair game you, might, or you have like you have like uh, your gums bleed and you, you go down on a woman who has HIV okay fair game like anything but there has to be like it has to be introduced to your bloodstream and it's like I'm just going through my head like I, there's not a, I, I got you know, no <laughs> but I was going I was going through it like out loud while these oh, fucking old like 60 year old woman like fucking in a lab coat is just like sitting there like oh well you know like asking me I mean first of all when you ask me more than three questions I want to break a window I want to break like a pane of glass <laughs> over my head so they asking me all kinds of bullshit questions and I'm just like no way you know no you gave me a fucking... You gave me a, a dud. You gave me a dummy bullet. I don't like that. Jesus. It's like, oh, it happens from time to time. We just have to make sure. But only to you. Yeah, only to me. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. Yeah, that's, that's
1: wild. <laughs> this, uh, this took a this took a serious
2: turn. No, it's totally cool, though, man, because then I went out and, like, um... You know, I shot up. Engaged in so- <laughs> risky behavior. <laughs> Engage in risky... I mean, now is the time. Shot up at Cafe
1: Dolce. It was all right.
2: Now is the time for risky biz. Because I've gone this long without any fucking... No kids. Well, there was that That one time. That one person wrote me. Remember that one person wrote me and said, you know... On the fucking... On the ask box. On our ask box. Remember a couple years ago? that's right. (laughs) They're like... Didn't want to let you tell you, but uh, we hooked up and I ended up having an abortion. So for a brief moment in time, I carried a child, and That's I was like, true. "That's true." Although, did we, did we ever confirm that was real? The, she mentioned, like, what she just, what she mentioned was like perf The chronology was perfect. Wow! Like all what right. happened was perfect. So they either had to have some sort of backstory and then went further, or they were just trolling me. I don't know, but um, hmm. all right, yeah, no, but hey, you know what? It's just you know it just goes to show. I mean. You can go through a lot of shit in your life, and then you can end up shining like a diamond, like I am. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see
1: if uh, if you have any kids in the inbox today? Mm.
2: Okay, here's the first one, Hans. I am having your child. Oh fuck! Um, no fuck! doubt. No, oh my god! Why? When? No, just kidding, guys. <laughs>
1: Sincerely, lab technician from AIDS test. Like, oh fuck! Sincerely,
2: wow. lab what happened technician. So quick? Lab technician from AIDS test who, to calm you down, I, I let you fuck me. Took you down. She took me down, man. She took me down into the tall grass and showed me what only an older woman can show me. How to make love. And in a lab she coat. And she did. How to make love in a lab coat. How to act like a sexy nurse. And also, how to do, give me around the world.
1: And. <laughs> it's like vials of infected blood all around you you know
2: <laughs> yeah but you know somehow that set the tone man yeah it made like the me fucking feel in
1: the fuck thunderdome it's a while made
2: me feel extra nasty like here i am around all this blood with only only <laughs> mm, millimeters of glass between us here you I know, am. there's
1: got to be somebody out there who's like you, know, like works in like a fucking AIDS clinic who's done that shit. Like, definitely, like, oh, definitely. Yeah. That's like that's some like that's some pathos, right? That's there
2: That's thunder in the Thunderdome, man. Wow. Once you're in the belly of the beast, man, the only thing you can do is claw your way out. Oh shit! <laughs> I, I can I just say really quickly, and the key to my happiness is saying shit that makes no sense. Perfect. I always a scream. I love it. Like, when you're in the belly of the beast, man, the only thing left to do is claw your way out. <laughs> that makes no sense. Zero. Zero sense. <laughs> I love it. Like, when you get taken down low, you better be straightened out.
1: Oy. This Remember Lonely a- Homie? I do.
2: Lonely Homie's
1: back. You ready for this? Oh, I love Lonely Homie. Please this come. is Lonely Homie. You probably don't remember me, cause I'm pretty forgettable. Oh man, <laughs> already <awesome>. lonely, homie. <laughs> In the bathtub, about to take a fistful of Xanax and down it with some ZZZ quill. Should I listen to Cherub's "Heroin Man" CD or this English singer guy, Damien Rice? He's got some mellow, sad <laughs> songs. <laughs> Lonely homie, you need to, like, lay in a cold bath. You need to go and get, like, three bags of ice and take an ice bath and uh, and, and, and come back around to us. You need to lay in, lay in an ice bath for ten minutes. Ten minutes fully submerged up to your neck in an ice bath. And then and then we can talk about
2: this shit. Lonely homie, don't listen to Andrew. I don't think you should change it all. And don't also, fuck, all right. you should listen to Damien Rice. Although, if you take Xanax and z you're not going to kill yourself. You're just going to end up with a hangover, a really bad hangover. Force of Experience. Wow. All
1: right. There you go. Right,
2: not, take that that try ice <laughs> not that I tried to kill myself. Not that I tried to kill myself. I just took Xanax and ZQ. You were just like, really I, tense and
1: awake one day.
2: I'm just like, I really want to sleep, dude. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm going to take this, I'm going I'm to stack xanax with z and then i woke it's, up like 12. it's my
1: sleep stack like no you're killing sl- yourself you're fucking yeah, depriving no. your brain of oxygen it's not the same yeah, thing Yeah, your,
2: your kidneys are at 40 percent congrats
1: <laughs> it's awesome my yeah. sleep stack is i just have fucking renzo gracie come in and put me in a chokehold and that's how i sleep it's that's wild like-
2: <laughs> my sleep stack is i uh, my actual sleep stack um i start taking zma again which is sick pretty, i love zma pretty good and i listened to old howard stern episodes and I lay on my right side and I think about all the girls I've loved before and mm. sometimes I think about them so much that I have to roll over and take care of business you're going
1: to roll over on your left side
2: yeah I got to roll over on my as left side as they say I in don't... prison yeah roll over on your left side right, the ass to the wall that's what they say in prison <laughs> don't sleep on your stomach because you'll end up with a surprise. And I'm not talking about like a good, not good, like a, oh, we got your car for your 16th birthday, surprise, no, not not that kind of shit. Something a little bit more raw. If you know wow. what I mean. All right, we got, we got another one. Hans and Andrew.
1: Yep, you, that's, that's the one. All right, we're reading the it. same
2: one. Hans and Andrew, I am recently single for the first time in five years. And just need to get some hot jug. (laughs) I'm in my mid-twenties and spent most of my college years in a serious relationship. So I have no idea what the casual hookup or dating scene is like. Also, I live in a Metro Burbs area. It should be easier out there. Guarantee this dude's from Chicago. That's the only place (laughs) that says Metro Burbs. Metro Burbs. So what do I get? A Tinder or a Brazzers account? Neither. My basement roommate, also an avid fan of The Drive. <laughs> my chud. <laughs> my chud, my my troll in the basement, my, <laughs> my Ben the Rat, um, <laughs> says I should do shrooms. I think your basement roommate is, is on to something. I agree
1: I with that. I think you
2: should embrace I think you should definitely, I mean, getting out of a relationship is all about experiencing all the shit that you weren't, See that's what I hate about traditional relationships. That's why I try to have non traditional relationships. Or at least relationships where you have like a cool understanding. Because there's like things in relationships that you're not allowed to do. Yeah. You know. Deal breakers. I hate that. I like to do whatever.
1: You want the full gamut of experience.
2: Yeah. You know. It's like I just want to do everything. And I want them to be cool with it though. You know, I don't want to be like a jerk. Um, so it's like a when you become, when you get into the the when you get to the mode where everything's like a series of compromises, then you're probably not long for this world. Relationship wise,
1: that's where my man got to here. Yeah, I think so.
2: So do um, I mean that kills. That's what kills most relationships is complacency and compromise. So you should um, yes. I mean you're you're if this is your picture, you look like you're a handsome young man. You're lean. You're in your mid twenties. You should totally get hot jug. Just kick some. I think sus- that's how he's,
1: at. he's. He's not sure how to get hot jug. I think is the issue. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, he, can. He, I, isn't, he can. Isn't
2: Brazzers a porn site? Brazzers is a, a very lame porn site. First all right, of all, so pay- he's asking
1: two different questions. He's asking if you should get on a hookup app or a porn site. Oh, okay, all right. So I guess yeah. I guess there's a, a question Tinder, hidden in
2: there. Tinder super sucks, and it works like once a year, so probably not great. Okay, Cupid, don't do it. Um, Brazzers don't pay for porn, dude.
1: You know what though? I, I disagree with those. Even all right, so let's say Tinder sucks and okay Cupid sucks yeah. and all this shit sucks. If this dude's been with this with like a woman for like five years, he's gonna have to go out there and like be good foot forward and like be confident and whatnot. The only way you get good foot forward is by falling down like a whole bunch. So I think it makes perfect sense to like go on on fucking Tinder and just fuck up like a lot because it's it's you know like what? fucking it's like fucking it's the Hall of Fame game. Let's make a difference. Don't doesn't matter.
2: You know we we've come to the point in the podcast where Andrew's right and I'm oh, wrong. Shit. So you're totally right. Do it. I mean that, that's what I've done at the end uh, when I'm very single. Um, yeah, get on OkCupid and make a cute profile, put a couple pictures up, and, You know, just talk to. uh God, uh, see, there's so many variables here, I don't know. I guess just be, um... I'll just fucking do shrooms, dude, I don't know. Definitely yeah.
1: do shrooms. Do get a bunch of shrooms and then micro-dose over the course of a week. Like, get on, like, get yeah. on those deep weird boards and figure out what the proper, like, percentage of a gram that you can micro-dose, like, every, mm. like, six hours. And just do that shit for a straight week. That'll be fun for you. And then make, uh, make an OkCupid okay profile that is, like, almost not at all about you. Like, clearly you have to be in it because it's sort of about you by virtue of you being you, but yep. make one where all of the text is more or less a hidden explanation of how you can make somebody <laughs> else's life better by being with them for, like, a night. Problem solved.
2: There you go. And you know, you know what else you do? Get on Instagram and start... Like, your ex is a good, really best friend. Start liking all her <laughs> selfie pics. Yeah, all
1: right, so all now, f- all right, now you're going guerrilla warfare. This that is that'll wild. Drive,
2: that'll drive a motherfucker crazy. <laughs> that'll drive a motherfucker crazy. Uh, that'll <you> drive ex.
1: <laughs> that'll when drive your ex, ex- is, is favoriting all your friends' pictures and it's a picture of T.T. Boy pulling
2: out. <laughs> I'm going to make those memes tonight and I'm going to send them to you. <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> When you late for the club, but you still look fine. That's T.T. Boy, like like Peter T. T. North. It's, it's, just, it's just
1: Pat Kennedy getting dumb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With, like, <laughs> like his pants behind his head. <laughs> <laughs> this could be us, but you're tripping.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> um, all right, well, now we're going really to get some sad shit. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on J.P.P. blowing his hand off? like <laughs> loser, yeah that that wasn't great, I think, oh, you know what actually, this is actually fucked up. I realized we are on a we're on a thing where we, we released the podcast on Tuesdays, which the podcast should be up now, as we discussed, but it's not, and then we record it Tuesdays too, but the fucked up thing is that all the questions are a week behind, so we actually talked about JPP last week, but this motherfucker doesn't know that yet so this is interesting so alright oh, uh, yeah we talked okay. about it it's real sad it gave me a migraine behind my left eye immediately when I read the fucking news huh <sighs> uh, Andrew how'd you meet Gabri was it love at first sight yeah I liked her a lot when I saw her I, uh, wow. uh, I, I was quite taken with her mm. um, yeah. we met at a party it was uh, it was a punk party and there were punks doing punk things. Like somebody like wrote it? a keg down a flight of stairs or some shit like that. I was
2: at that party, it was the ke- it was the panic zone. Yep, panic zone. Oh man, I didn't know you guys met at the panic well, zone. That was it, and that was uh, we we linked up. Oh, that's amazing. Was it first night sex? No, no, not at all.
1: It was okay, actually it cool. was like a long ass time between meeting and, uh, and 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 getting there. Wow, that's good. That means it's for real, man damn straight. It's it been almost like 10 years. Yeah, it's for real. I I think it's for real. <laughs> I, <cannot laughs> I think believe. this one's going to stick around. I think, yeah.
2: Yeah, you think it thinks it's going to stick I, around. I think,
1: I think this is going to be the one.
2: <laughs> this is, oh my god. I don't
1: think it's the so
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the one, where is first Sean Patrick duty right now?
1: I don't know, man. I, I couldn't tell you. I hope he's doing alright.
2: You know, we have a couple things to discuss after we read questions about Overnight Drive Con. Oh, uh, that's true. Maybe maybe some uh, upcoming things. That is true. I would Um, love... I would love... Okay, we'll talk about it after. Um, (laughs) Guys, just got back inside feeling calm. You okay? Ghost is moving on action. Be safe. Blake. It's our friend Blake Schwartz.
1: That is... I don't...
2: Is there a message means. in
1: here? Should I hold this up to the mirror and read it backwards? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, let me read it again. What's my man Guys, trying to tell
2: me right now? Just got back inside, feeling calm. You okay? Ghost got back inside. Look, he's, in,
1: he's, in, he's in prison?
2: <laughs> I don't just,
1: know. I, I just robbed the convenience store in Bay Ridge, and now I'm back inside, <laughs> and I'm feeling calm, because I'm, I'm Brooks from uh, the Shawshank Redemption, and I this is the only place where I know how to make things work.
2: I do love that. A man who was supposed to, who people, I guess, assume is, uh, you know, like a, he's like a, you know, he's a indie, indie, uh, indie star, indie celeb, and people like assume like, oh, you know, he's probably, you know, very, um, you know, he's not outlandish, he's very probably uh, almost, almost snobbish, you know, he's, he's got his set interests and and then he talks to him, and he's like a real, like a, like a, like a very, uh, like kind, of, like kind of a weirdo. Yeah, I love it.
1: I, I love a good weirdo. You know, I like, a good I, I have such a place in my heart for weirdos. It's, it's, they're my ah, favorite. I just and I the, also like, just fucking figured this out, by the way. Hmm. Ghost is moving on action. He's talking about Ghostface and, uh, and Mario Batali. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Now I got it. Now I got
2: it. I love Mario Batali. I That's love the Mario Batali, the rapper. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the Ghost Action Bronson beef is great, because um, I hope Ghost is not doing some sort of album, album promotion and he's actually going to move on on uh, Action Bronson. That would, would be, be sick. Because Action Bronson is like a uh, very into juggalo territory. Like, white rap is already unforgivable. But then when you get Action Bronson, like, a, like oh, I'm, you know... And then I got this, and you know, I look like I play fucking, you know, like he's like a bit, like he's kind of like a Magic the Gathering type of guy, you know. It's funny. It's it's um, he's he's like an inexcusable person, so I'm glad that he's getting (laughs) this. He just is, you know. He's like something. He's like a person, like a, a, a character that shouldn't have happened.
0: He's
1: he kind was, of like uh, like Puck from uh, mm. fucking uh, Alpha Force or Alpha Flight or whatever the fuck the Canadian superhero
2: uh, team was. Oh, I thought you were talking about Puck from the real world.
1: No, pa- I, I I love Puck from the real real world. He's my favorite.
2: We should probably try to get him on the podcast, Puck from the Real World. That is an actually great idea. We really should do that. Because he can't be doing anything. I haven't he, nothing.
1: Right I now. think he got like a DWI last year. We can definitely get this dude. Yeah. All right. All right. all right. We're gonna Somebody in San Francisco put us in charge or put us in contact with fucking Puck's weird like publicist who shoots heroin at Cafe Dolce. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shooting
2: heroin at Cafe Dolce, I tell you what. Uh, thanks, guys,
1: for giving me employment life advice, which I have been able to apply at college and maintain a happy outlook. I have a comfortable partner, and I am happy searching and working shitty jobs because it will perk up and it pays the bills. Thank right. you for that outlook.
2: You're, you're welcome. Yeah, it's all good. We got it. No problem. That's awesome. Good, good, good.
1: Oh fuck! All right, um, Andrew. I can confirm that in 2015, Exine Cervenka still gets drunk to a level that you're concerned. And dance is real weird. <laughs> fucking love this woman. God yeah. damn it. She is like, wow, just Sheer. like a fucking machine. Um, she's like your great aunt that gets blackout drunk at the family party. I was actually looking for a sentence kind of like that, and he really, <laughs> he, he nailed it. John Doe looked like the guy who runs a library in every 80s, 90s prison movie. It probably was him. So yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's, 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 it's very possible that you're thinking of it because he played that guy. Uh, X is great. Thanks for the introduction. Cool. I'm glad you liked it. That
2: shit is awesome. Did you see any of the X uh, get back together shows over the past three years?
1: I there was a point where I saw X. Five times in the span of two months. Wow. Yeah, like like a lot In fact, they played in New York a couple years ago, uh, doing three nights of three records. And I went to, I think I went to all three. I might have missed one of them. But, uh, yeah. I've seen them a lot since the Get Back Together.
2: Did they play, um, Nausea?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They played Nausea. It's a good song. They, it's, you know how fucking hard it is to play to a room full of, like, I don't know, a couple thousand people? Craft but beer make dads. you craft beer dads everywhere.
2: <laughs> a sea of craft beer dads got but the night off from dadding.
1: For whatever reason, be competent enough in working a room to make everybody feel like they're watching a show by themselves. Yeah, it's fucking like difficult.
2: Freddie Mercury they do used it to do that
1: all the time. Like every show I've ever seen, X play, they are always on like that. Like it's always like an experience. It's not just a, a like a show you go to. You know who else did that? Dude. I saw The Replacements last year in an actual arena. <laughs> they somehow okay. pulled it off where everybody felt like they were they were at their own personal show. I do not understand how that's possible, but they did it. It was actually incredible to watch. I say that a man uh, like a band of 55-year-old <laughs> men playing songs from 20 years ago was incredible to watch. It actually was. Wow. Was I, my
2: only exposure to the the uh, replacements is I briefly dated a girl who held it against me that I didn't that I didn't like the replacements. And <laughs> Um, we had like a, repl- had like replacements, clothes, like handmade clothes. Yeah. Nope. And I it was like, this just not worth it. You know, it's just, this isn't worth it. It's like this is when I dated a girl who had like a, a homemade fucked up like vest. I was like, this just isn't worth it. No, you know, definitely like, not. Like men or, or women. I mean, you like you wake up a little earlier than your partner and you're like, you got a piss or whatever. And you, you know, you can walk across the room either nude or just with a shirt on, you know, and you, uh, and when you're coming back, you look, and there's, on the floor, there's, you know, you've maybe had some box wine, you were a little drunk, and you tore each other's clothes off, made love, and fell asleep. Great. When you're, in the morning, when you're sober, and you look down, and you see, like, the, you know, turned inside out, like... An I'll
1: Be You tunic that somebody painted?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, like a, like a a jacket with, like, a, a handmade exploding hearts patch or some shit. Whoa. And you just sort of like, ah, uh, you know, like, I I opened my, my body to this person. I opened my, my mind also. And now here I am.
1: <laughs> In yoga, they say that you share the energy of your sexual partners for seven years.
2: Yeah, well, apparently, you know, you're going to share the energy of, person with shit ass taste in music for seven years
1: seven years think about that everyone at home think about that before you uh, when you're at the club with your boys and then tt boy pulls out um (laughs) think about
2: that seven years seven years of fun on the run
1: carrying that person's energy around with you
2: yeah it's gonna be that's why everybody who's punk and like at the punk bar starts to look the same because everybody fucks each other (laughs) because
1: it's all it's all just like this smoky, dark gray, yeah, like it's fucking
2: run over. Fucking... Just a cacophony of fucking rote, same music and stale beer and fucking, oh, I got a cigarette in my, fucking cigarettes in my bra strap and fucking fuck car blow jobs and <laughs> sh- fucking hold up in a fucking chair in a studio apartment. Fucking, you know, ugh. eking out living. Then you wake up in your are 40. We had talked
1: about going and doing a video where we drive around Albany and go to all our past apartments <laughs> and that really just brought me there we really should do that this week. Really should do that this all week. All right, we're going to do that this week. That sounds like a uh, good use of our time.
2: We have to get like rent like a camera or something. We need to like really pro this up. i will figure it out. Yeah. I mean, we we know. We know people. All right. We actually <clears> do <throat> know people. Hmm.
1: Hey, it's the guy you advised to drink a bottle of whiskey and go play with a gun slash Uh-oh. kid who got kicked out by his parents. Dude's alive! Congratulations, you're <laughs> not a fucking say, accomplice in a fucking uh, <laughs> suicide or murder. That's neat. I was going to say, I'm glad you're alive. I hope Although you these these questions are two weeks out now, so we'll see what. Okay. Happens.
2: Oh shit. All right. Well, it's not my fault.
1: Um, thought I'd check in. Just turned twenty a week ago. Still trying to figure uh. out what being an adult means. Yeah, we are. Right. I know there's more to this question. We got to stop. You will never figure out what being an adult means. You will never figure out what you're going to do with your life. You will be 63, and in the back of your mind you'll be like, I just don't know what to do with my life.
2: Yeah, I wish I Because it
1: doesn't exist. Like, you create what you want to do with your life, and then you create it, and you go through all this trouble of creating it, and you finally get there, and you're like, holy shit, Ah. I'm there... And then you don't want it anymore. And then you want to do something else. And you've got to do it. That that actually is life is a going, constant source of creation. So chill the
2: fuck out. Going through it right now. Going yeah. through it right now. All yep. I wanted was a job, having fun, making money. And now that I've got it, I don't want it at all. No. chill the fuck the, out. You don't, just keep moving, man. You you don't have. There's no. You're you're caving into that weird society. You're caving into societal pressure. That's why when millennials come out and they're like, oh, you know. Fucking boomers ruined it for everybody. Cause now I can't find a job, and oh, I don't know how to budget my money because my parents never taught me. It's like choose your own adventure, motherfucker. Yeah, figure no, it for out for real. Like figure it out. Figure it out in like with an internet connection and a half hour, you can figure it out. You're done. You. That's it. Like just figure it out. <laughs> like a lot of that shit, you can just figure it out. And if you're you're living according to that, if according to the if you live according to the people you hate, that's like you're mentally ill.
1: You're actually, actually fucked up. This is the reality, is that if you wait for somebody to do something for you, I don't give a fuck, whether, like, find you a job or, like, buy you fucking Brussels sprouts, you know, at the grocery store. Yeah. All you've done is given yourself an out to make an excuse when it doesn't happen. Like, that's it. That's the only thing you've done. Exactly. You, You, like, you... Are not getting a job because you don't deserve a job. You have to make a job. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's how the economy is going to work from here on out. Jobs don't exist anymore.
2: It's... Don't fuck around with them. Just make yeah. something. No, and and you're like the people who are like, I'm going to move to Portland. I'm going to move to Brooklyn. I'm going to move to L.A. I'm going to move, you know, here and there with like a dollar and a dream. I was talking to uh, uh, Josh from uh, Fuzz Records about this the other day. If you like the days of moving with a dollar and a dream, that's uh, over. You you can't find a job fucking washing cars anymore. You've got to, like, really make it happen for yourself. And it's not going to be easy, and it's not going to be fun, and it's not going to happen right away. Despite what you've been told, or what you assume, from listening to, like, a Beach House record or some shit. And, like, oh, life is just a delay pedal and a dream, and I've got my guitar, and that's all I need. And, like, then you move to fucking portland and you can't find a fucking job and you're too cool to like work at a sub shop or some shit for six months to get back on your feet so then you're like ah oh, you know like the vibe wasn't right so i moved back
1: well let's all right let's it's like say
2: like, it's like fuck you we'll you
1: know? do a choose your own adventure all right so let's say you move to portland with a guitar and a dollar to dream and you don't want to work at so all that shit you have the option in 2015 I, I think Obama said that high speed internet is a basic human right or something yeah, that affected it. it's just Like yeah, yeah. It's you like
2: running have water access, it's infrastructure it's a, yeah. he, said, he made the case for it being infrastructure like running water or anything else Yeah,
1: you have access to the entire world by that virtue so yeah. if you have a guitar and an internet connection or a library and at the time because you don't have a job why don't you just Set up a thing where for three dollars you 'll write somebody a love song for their their girl and you sell yeah. it and the love song can be thirty seconds and not terribly creative in fact, it can be the same song with different name ten times you know who who, okay, who cares <laughs> doesn 't make a difference yeah you create your opportunities, and that 's that. I read a story about a guy who made yeah. multi not multi millions, but like multi thousands of dollars on a website called IWillDrawYouACat.com dot com, where he d- guess what he fucking did. Yeah, he would draw a cat. Draw you a cat. Yo, yeah. it's fucked up. Like if that dude can make money doing that shit, and you can't find a job at Subway, it's because you're fucked up. Like I'm sorry, you got you gotta you... find something else to do. It sounds like I'm talking to guy with the whiskey. I'm not. I'm talking to everyone on Earth. Um yeah. yeah like no one's gonna give you a job you have to make your own job yeah you know? <laughs> that's just how it's gonna be yeah
2: like I, I the uh, ev- like, ev- like a cringing fucking Facebook status like hey anyone want like, a, a, a H- uh, like uh, HMU with a job you know anybody out there hello like no I, like, people see that and they're like oh like no have a fucking
1: job well that's also the thing too so let's wild. say I have a job Dude, for this person Choose your own adventure. Let's say I I run a canning factory and I've got a great job for this person. What the fuck are you gonna do for me? If you put that if you put that post up, you've made it entirely about you. I don't give a fuck about you. I have some I need fucking cans filled. Show me how you'll yeah. fucking fill my cans, and then I'll give you a job. That's it's not about you, motherfucker. Oh god. <laughs> Alright, let's finish this guy's fucking uh it's let's very, finish this question. It's very
2: simple. It's it's all very simple.
1: Nothing you know, you is about you. Nobody cares about you at all. It's fine that nobody oh, cares about geez. you. Nobody cares about anybody but themselves. It's fucking fine. Be, be about yeah. somebody else's problems. It's, if you if you want a fucking million dollars, help a million people. Oh. yeah. All right. <laughs> I, that's not my quote, <laughs> by the way. That was somebody else said that, and I thought it was very clever, uh, but I'm not going to claim credit for it. I think it was like Peter Diamandis or some shit like that. All right, so, sorry, all right, sorry, nah, Whiskey Guy, we're gonna get back to this. Um, uh, dude, Andrew, relax, dude. <laughs> relax, relax my mind. This is the same guy who's trying to sell meditation sessions. <laughs> relax, dude. Relax. Um, all right. Uh, I'm trying to, still trying to figure out what being an adult means, i.e. I have 500-some bucks saved up, but no idea how to go about moving out. Well. Oh. Hmm. I mean that that's like a one two three thing. You find a place, you give a deposit, and you move out. I mean it, it's you're you're building it up in your mind to be more than it is, uh, thinking about just leaving to work on a farm in Venezuela or some shit. But we'll nope. just come back after my stay and still not know how to be an adult. Uh, real advice, love you guys. I think moving to a farm in Venezuela is kind of dope, but I you'll yeah. you might die. Like you definitely might be like shot over like some real like weird shit. Um, but I. Yeah, you're not going to, like I said, you're not going to know how to be an adult. It's not something that yeah, you don't wake up on a Thursday and know how to be an adult. It's just not how it happens.
2: No, that's like, that's like you're, that you're copping to the all, all speaking, like super old grandpa, like you're going to learn, you got to grow up, son, you have to learn. Yeah. Like that weird, like world voice that everybody cops to, like have a kid. Oh, I don't know why I feel like I should have a kid, or I don't know why I feel like I should be an adult, but somebody, some force is telling me to be an adult. It's like you got to you, know, you got to stop listening to that shit. I got it's into a fight American. with somebody
1: on the internet about this uh recently. If you don't know why you're doing something, don't do it. Yeah. Like somebody was claiming that you should vote just because it takes 10 minutes. That is a fuck that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life to spend something <laughs> spend time doing something just because it takes the amount of time that you think it's going to take. Is the worst thing I've ever heard. Like, I think this person's an actual monster. He might actually be a demon. Because no reasonable person would say, I'm going to do this ten minute thing because it takes ten minutes. The fuck did you just say to me? What are you talking about? So, yeah, if you don't know why you're doing something, you don't know why you're having a kid, you don't know why you're, like, looking for a job or why you feel like you should... Don't do it. If you don't know Just why you're doing something, don't do it. I don't walk to fucking bedside because I don't know.
2: Uh, no, like I,
1: I have a very good reason for doing everything from the minute I open my eyes till the minute I close them again. Don't do it if you don't know why you're doing it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Andrew, you are um <laughs> I'm in Fuego I tonight. And fuego. I was just going to say. This is
1: what happens yeah. when I free myself up in my life. All of a sudden, I get like I get that flow.
2: Mm. I know. I'm mm. feeling very. Mm. Fr- I'm feeling very free right now. It's very nice. You want
1: to do like two more of these things? I've noticed. You know what? Uh, motherfuckers always complain that we don't put out episodes on a regular enough timeline, and we're working on that. Yeah. I noticed today the past like twenty episodes, more or less. Have been mm. like an hour and a half long They've been like an episode and a half <laughs> While we, we are s- only on episode 93 On a pure timeline We're at like 115 So everyone just chill the fuck out yeah. It's all good
2: Yeah seriously guys we to, we to, uh, Much like how we make love We like to go long got like to go real long This is, this is
1: tantric podcasting
2: <laughs> Seven hours So uh, <laughs> it's like 5am I like, think
1: episode 10 kind of it, it, That hit a tantric vibe at a, a certain
2: point I really did. I got drunk on wine too. That was That you know that was the beginning of my catharsis really. I got a lot of shit off my chest then. And I feel was much better. That was really good. Uh, right. should I should I name my new band Hand Crust? No. Nope. That's a very bad
1: name. That's not even a question. I'm not a, I'm not even counting that no, as a question. No.
2: Th- right? Like put it on a fake flyer and hang it up and you will feel very stupid. Um <clears throat> I'm going as Gabri's uncle to O-N-D-Con or Bug Guy. It's a toss-up.
1: <laughs> bug Guy had a blonde mustache. Can you pull that <laughs> off?
2: Can you pull off that Scott Irish blonde mustache? Go as Scott Irish. It'd be perfect.
1: Oh, and here's Scott a good one. Irish. Shut up. Okay. Don't you fucking dare talk about 50 Cent. Okay. Uh, did we... Uh, yeah, did we talk about 50 Cent? Although, funny nope. story. I have... And I might be putting this dude's business out there, so I'm gonna be... I'm going to, I'll approach this as, like, whatever, as, like, chill as I can. I know a guy who was making a movie about, uh, you know, he was making a a movie that would appeal to young men. Uh, Not a porn. (laughs) Like, an actual actual movie involving bloodshed and guns, you know, shit that, like, young men like. Uh, He made a trailer for it, I guess, to find investors. Gets a call one day from 50 Cent's people. Hey, 50 really likes this trailer. He wants to see you. Goes to the guy's office. They talk for a while. You know, they strike up a, a, like a tentative deal for him to help fund the movie or, you know, yeah, something like that. Everything seems neat until it does, until it falls apart, as that shit, you know, has a tendency to do. But then he says he wakes up one day, like three months later, and he opens up his browser and there's a new 50 cent video. And the dude straight up just stole all of his ideas from the trailer and put it in his music video. (laughs) So I was actually with him, uh, I don't know, like a week and a half ago. And somehow he came up and I'm like, I was like, I was like, you know, like kind of like clowning him for having his ideas stolen. I'm like, yeah, but that dude's definitely broke anyway. It's like, he's not broke. He's got tons of money. Straight up, twenty four hours later, that news story broke that he was bankrupt. <laughs> that I'm like, I had took so much glee in forwarding it to him. Like, oh,
2: well, let's tell you, well, let's tell you. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun for me. That was just a staged bankruptcy. Oh, of course, it's they're fine. all staged
1: bankruptcies. Everything it's is fucking fine. staged. Like it's just like it's it's uh, everything you talk about on Facebook is staged. It's all good. Relax. No, like Donald all, Trump is fucking staged.
2: Much like this podcast, don't take anything we say too seriously. No, definitely not. I mean, Except for when
1: I start to like, get amped up and yell. Take that shit seriously. When
2: we get on the question uh, section, you take that dead serious. But everything else is just, you know. I'm not telling you what to do. <laughs> this is just, you know. Just three things. I just think of three things that are, like, so important in the world. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, remember the rest of the rap. Yeah,
1: it's a, whatever.
2: All I haven't right. listened to Minor Threat in, like, ages, 20 years.
1: I'm very okay. happy that Hans is in a good place right now, mostly for egotistical reasons. I became a fan of the podcast somewhere in 2013, when I was still battling depression, and whenever mm. I sat on the train and started the newest episode, I would know pretty fast if Hans had a terrible <laughs> week, and I'd go, oh, it's going to be one of those dark episodes again, and I'm going to have an anxiety attack on the train again. Nito, <laughs> That's interesting. All right.
2: <laughs> well, I'm glad that I don't give you anxiety attacks anymore. I am, I am much... Listening back to the first maybe twenty episodes, I'm way better than I was back then. No doubt. God, I was on pills and I was fucked up. I really like very big time pill addiction that I hid not so well, <laughs> and I really hooked on pill and like oh just really bad and like fast like oh, I was like tongue tied and I lose my lose my train of thought and yeah I've really pulled myself up. I'm like uh, Iron Eagle now. Yeah, it's
1: great. All right, we got lot. one last one. We're going to call it on this. At what point okay. should I start paying attention to football? How are your respective teams looking? Uh, Seattle, well, Seahawks you can go first. Looking... I've got I've got a lot less news than you do.
2: Well, Seattle Seahawks are looking better. Actually, putting our best offensive team ever on the field this year. We've got Marshawn Lynch. We've also have Jimmy Graham, and Russell Wilson, which is a one-two-three offensive punch. How are you going to cover? Jimmy Graham and Marshawn Lynch, I'd like to I'd like to hear your best.
1: That's it, uh, like, I, I actually forgot they had Jimmy Graham until a couple of days ago. And then I'm just like, oh, fuck, that's right. I forgot, yeah. you know.
2: Because if you, you're going to pull, you know, you're going to need more than one guy. You're going to have to pull a safety, and you're going to have to pull a linebacker on Jimmy Graham, which leaves two less people to cover Marshawn. It's going to be, um, when we play teams that are very bad, it's going to be like a sound drubbing. When we play teams that are good, it's going to be a really good football game. You know what,
1: not Jimmy Graham can't stay fucking healthy for very long, though. It seems like yeah. every fucking season he's always got, like, a shoulder or an ankle or something, especially playing, like, when, <laughs> when you play the fucking Seahawks <laughs> yeah. and their defensive end is, like, body slamming you to the fucking goalposts. Like, yep. you know, yeah, now it's going to be... He's going to get fucking hurt.
2: Yeah, well, he also is he's, he's required, in this offense, he's required to block a lot more. Yep. Which... um. It's very hard on your feet, and uh, he may. I, I say he probably gets eight good games. I think they're going to really go. I think Daryl Bevel's really good at working people into the offense. Um, so I think we're going to work him in. Uh, I think he will. He'll see some preseason action, and it'll look really good. Uh, I don't think we're we're also really good at not showing our cards until the end of the season because, like, I, I mean, let's be real. Like, we're definitely going to the playoffs again. Unless, barring like a cat, like a disaster, you know, a catastrophe, Russell Wilson dies or whatever, we're gonna go to the playoffs again. So, we have like a plan for the regular season. Oh man, is like, Ciara dumps him, gets in his head. Could be, yo, Ciara better not fuck up my season. I'm totally serious. Mm. Russell Wilson is not fucking Ciara. They're just chilling, right? And they're like, but he can't. That's when you're psych- most
1: vulnerable, though, when you're just chilling. That's yeah, when, when feelings psycho- bubble over.
2: I, I, I like Russell Wilson, but he has had some psycho shit about. He's like, I was sitting in the dressing room. This is what he actually said. Did you hear this? No, I didn't hear this. I'm he very was excited. On the television, he was on a television show. He's like, yeah, I was sitting in, sitting in the uh, dressing room with Ciara when I was on tour with her. First of all, you know, you're like, just let her do her shit, man. <laughs> you know? He's, like, He's already like, a, nobody likes a Klingon, dude. <laughs> you know to you know? be
1: there all the time. It's not yeah, right. like, oh,
2: I'm, you're on tour. I mean, it's like you're on tour. She's on tour, you know, unless you were invited. You know, fuck. Um, and he's like, I looked at her, and God told me, oh fuck me, that I had to lead her. Holy shit! He's been hitting the head
1: so many fucking
2: times. What's wrong with him? Yeah, like that that Packer game, like, might have shook a couple things loose. <laughs> Holy fuck! Like, wow! Like that Packer that Packer game was like the first time I'd ever see him like really get helmet to helmet hits and like knocked around. He got like, knocked on his ass the whole game. That might have fucked him up because he's yeah. like, like first of all like you have to be very thick to think that God's talking to you he's not um <laughs> the God told me I needed to lead her and he used this as a justification as to why they shouldn't have sex until marriage so I they're not having sex but he went she went and then
1: wish we were doing this on video so you can see my face right now this is yeah. like like genuine concern for another human being this is wild yeah
2: I want to be like Russ man like like we get it. Remember, we all we all get it. I can see why he's not a particularly popular locker room guy, because it's like, you know, if he throws an interception, he's probably like one of these fucking Kurt Warner dudes who's like, "Hell, oh, it was God's will." Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I mean, what, what do you want me to do? That's been, now I see. It's like all the way down the line, I see why he bounces back so quickly after plays, and even after the Super Bowl, he's like, ah, you know, God has a plan for everybody. Oh, like that boy. was one of his excuses for throwing a fucking. Uh, I don't want to talk about. Yeah, this
1: he did, he didn't call that play. You know, it's can't like I can't blame that dude for that. I mean, he I guess he could have second guessed it, but he didn't call that play.
2: I would have second guessed the shit out of that play. You give it to Marshawn. He Marshawn wins the game. Like what the fuck? Anyway, I don't want to talk about football because it makes me sad. But
1: yeah, well, but, for for what it's worth, my team is trying something that they did last year that failed. Which is something they did the year before that failed. So they're just trying to just trying it again. See what happens. No change. Awful, (sighs) awful, awful. It's going to be. Yeah, Uh, I can't wait. All right. I don't know. You have anything you want to plug? This we now, now that we're depressed. Now that we both just fucking worked ourselves into this fucking cocoon of sadness. <laughs> anything you uh, you want to? plug? I think
2: this is one of our best podcasts ever. Oh, God and This bless. is informative. We had some. We had some laughs. We had some tears. We had some jeers. A couple of jeers. A um, couple of jeers. I got very hard at one point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like a gene busting Mike Boner. Um, uh, Bear matches record coming out. Uh, or not record, but. You know, songs. The songs are, are flowing. Hopefully by the fall or early winter, I'll unless um, Andrew. Then we'll go to a studio and we'll cut some jams. And then I'll shop my record to all of the indie labels. And I'll end up being totally established as an artist or something. And then tragedy strikes. And then tragedy strikes.
1: And I you're in a, a van accident with tragedy. It's wild. <laughs> yes.
2: Then I I got an offer. I can't refuse, and I joined tragedy for forty dollars a day. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. I. The only prerequisite is that you bathe less. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not telling you what to do, dude. You can. You know, just the shower every day. You know how bad that is for your skin. <laughs> Remember, I people got... used to talk that logic like that. Oh yeah, fucking, you know how bad that is for your hair if you wash it every day. You talking no. about you idiot? What are you fucking talking about? Toms of Maine, shut the fuck up. I'm no, actually, I don't wash you.
1: my hair at all. I, I I I shampoo my hair once every like eight months. The rest of it is just like water every day, straight through.
2: It's great. No, I put I put I got the I I went to my my section at Target. I got the Kukui. <laughs> you got the Jojoba oil. I got the Jojoba oil. I got the Kukui. Shampoo makes makes my hair way less frizzy. It's really nice.
1: I got nothing to plug this week. Uh, buy the self defense record if you haven't already. Uh, chances are you probably did. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh my! Oh my! Watch is buzzing that we beat the Orioles. That's neat. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. I don't know. We'll be back next week if if fucking Libson actually puts our shit up. We'll be back next week. Yeah. What's the story, man? We're gonna find out in a second. In the meantime, let's cue the music and see what the fuck's going on. Alright, bye everybody